This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Richard's Billiards. Hey, you got nothing to do on a Saturday night. Do you feel the need to get away from all the problems, all the BS that you go through from your family to your friends to your co-workers over at work to everyone else involved? Do you feel the need to, you know, just unwind and get your mind off of all the bullshit that you know that you had nothing to do with? Well, Richard's Billiards is the place for you. So this Saturday, as you guys know, we've got a lot of things we need to cover. But before we go ahead and talk about what we need to talk about on Richard's Billiards, a quick word. Night Party, a tribute to Deftones Appreciation Party happening this Saturday at Rich's Billiards with special guests One Eye and the Corpus Creepies. Doors open at 9 p.m. $5 cover with the first 75 people getting in absolutely free. Thanks for your support this past year and in 2020. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones, is tonight. The Royal Rumble weekend continues. Now, yesterday pretty much was the beginning of the Royal Rumble weekend, and it's because, ugh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I had something to eat and I had something to drink, and you know where this is going. <coughs> but anyways, as you know, the NWA's hard time event was the beginning of Royal Rumble weekend. That was the first event. The second event is... WWE Worlds Collide, which will take place on the WWE Network, NXT versus NXT UK. That's going to happen as well. Now, on that same night, our good friends at Night Party and Tribute to Deftones are going to be playing, performing live over at Richard's Billiard Stage alongside with uh, I1 and Corpus Creepy. So that's going to take place tonight. So if you guys got nothing to do, if you want to be one of the 75 people and come in for free, you do so. You do so immediately. You get there. You get your ass there right now. Okay? Sit. Quit sitting around. Not doing a damn thing. You want to hear... You want to hear Deftone music? You want to hear the best Deftone music you can possibly get to? You come to Richard's Billiards and you check out. You check out my good friend, the singer, Homestar Runner, a.k.a. Hector Juarez. The best drummer on the planet, John Luna. He'll be there as well. One of the best bassists in the business, Frank Slabby. And, of course, Knife Party, a tribute to Deftone's version of Daniel Bryan, Matt Wood. Yes. See those guys tonight? Over at Richard's Billiards. And don't forget to check out their awesome drink specials. And also play some pool. You know, play with the... Um, I think they have... Uh, what's that box? That boxing thing or everything else like that? And the food table and everything. Check out all that stuff and everything else like that. And as I stated before, if you feel the need to get away from everything, you want to check out a badass show, Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones, will be the place for you. Richards Billiards, welcome to the new era, new name, same place. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this second half of the Royal Rumble weekend. I am the main event player, the Super C, the God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. And yes, I will be over at that event. I'm going to be checking it out from head to toe. And uh, <clears throat> big shout out to C101 uh, for posting that out because... Uh, um, they were mentioning it on Facebook a couple of days ago that uh, they were going to be um, showing a Knife Party Attributed Dead Tones ad, which they did. I saw it. And I also said, oh, by the way, you, did you know that Knife Party has a Twitter account? 
And did you also know that they have a YouTube account? You can go ahead and go to each and every one of them. I don't have uh, all the information stacked up, but I do know that I am one of their followers, and they are one of my followers as well. So Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones. Find them on Twitter. You can also find them, of course, on Facebook. And also find them and subscribe to them on their YouTube page. Look for Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones, and you will find them on there. <clears throat> so, so, I'm sorry. Subscribe to their YouTube page and get it out of the way. Be one of 900,000 people. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's there. there's that many people. But, you know, we got a lot of Knife Party, or I'm sorry, you know, we got a lot of Deftone guys out there. I, w- I would personally, and this is the thing, and I'd love to see this happen. I would like for, um, who is it? Uh, God damn it, I keep, I keep forgetting the singer's name every single time I, I see it. But but he always, the, the original singer for um, the Deftones, you know, him, um, uh, can't, I can't put his fucking name out. I'm sorry. But I have seen him here in Corpus a couple of times. He looks exactly like our own Ben Tones. But man, I, I've seen the dude... Uh, he seems to be a down-to-earth type guy and everything. I know that Deftones has come to Corpus Christi many, many times before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing him appear at a Deftones show, at a tribute to Deftones myself. I mean, can you imagine Ben Tones and Hector and Chino? There we go, Chino! On stage at Richard's Billiards? You realize how many people are going to fucking fill up that place if they find out that dude was there? Fuck! That would be amazing. <laughs> but nonetheless, guys... Hey, the Royal Rumble weekend is here, and I am psyched. Obviously, we got to talk about the NWA Hard Times event. We also got to talk about Worlds Collide. That's going to be taking place later on tonight. And then, of course, the Royal Rumble, guys. It's here, and I cannot wait to give you guys my predictions, my thoughts, who I think will show up, and the whole nine yards. So... Let's not waste any further time, if you don't mind. I made a mistake about this earlier, and apparently what I did was... Because um, I did do this page earlier, right? And I was trying to uh, look into some stuff. So let's start with the first page. Uh, obviously, i got to re- bring up the NWA Hard Times event. But before I go ahead and talk about that, um, i like to give a shout-out to Houston, Texas. Because as you guys know, Houston, Texas is the home of where uh, Worlds Collide and the Royal Rumble will be taking place. But also, most of you guys have heard about the uh, the shocking story that took place over at Houston, Texas, the the two explosions that killed two people and uh, devastated a lot of homes and, uh, you know, a lot of mass chaos that took place over there. Uh, I had a chance to look at it earlier, and uh, it looks very, very bad. So to uh, to the two people that I'm concerned with at this point in time right now, I know that one of them said they're okay. I haven't heard anything from the other person. So the first shout out, I got several friends that live in Houston, Texas, and no doubt I have probably several family members that live over in Houston as well. So big shout out to uh, Angelina Marie. Uh, I she's uh, her name is uh, her wrestling name is uh, Div- Divinity. I think that's right. Divinity. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, she lives over in the Houston area. And uh, I know that uh, when that whole thing took place, uh, I had got a notification from her uh, stating that she's okay. So I'm I'm okay. Uh, I'm glad that she's okay and everything. So, Angelina, um, Angela, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm glad you're safe. I hope you're okay. And I hope, you know, you weren't one of the, 
the many people that lost their homes over there in Houston, Texas. And also another shout out to a big friend of ours over in Corpus, uh, who lives over in Houston, Texas, and no doubt Amanda is probably concerned about his brother along with all of us. Uh, I don't know if I've heard anything from him yet, but I'm hoping we get a chance to see him tonight at the Knife Party Tribute to Deftones. I'm talking about our good friend Mateo, who lives over in the Houston area. So, Mateo, if you're listening to this episode right now, man, hey, um, I'm hoping you're okay. Uh, let us know what's going on with you and everything else like that. He, I think he probably already did, but just in case, you know, just... You know, let us know, and we're hoping to see you over here tonight if you have, if you can. But if not, we understand. Just uh, let us know that you're okay, and everything will be cool. All right, Mateo and Angela, guys, we're we're praying for you. We're thinking about you. We're hoping everything's okay over in Houston. And also, our thoughts and condolences go out to the families over in Houston, Texas. You know, that's um, you know, Houston's gone through a lot of stuff in the past couple of years. I mean, with the hurricane, and they went through a. Uh, another chemical, <clears throat> another chemical thing that happened uh, several years ago. I remember that. Man, Houston is in rough shape. Not, but not as rough as what they're going to go through later on when they get uh, WWE Worlds Collide and uh, WWE Royal Rumble. So that's going to happen later on today. But uh, let's suspense with the formalities and get right into everything that happened here at the. Let's see. Um. Trying to check out the matches that took place over here. Hmm. Okay, I'm looking through all the pages over here, and here we go. Now, earlier, believe it or not, I was actually doing a main event talk Facebook page. Just, um, I'm sorry, <clears throat> a main event talk episode just a few minutes ago. But I think, and this is one of these things, and I hate it when this happens. So I'm trying to go ahead and work on the newest episode, right? And then when I went through one page, all of a sudden, like, something else happened. Apparently, when, when I was about to talk about um, the Hard Times event, something cut off. Something cut off. And apparently, I think what happened was, and like I said before on my last episode, because while I was going through the pages, there was this part where when I was uh, about to show something, you know how... You try to look for something on the Wikipedia page, or if you try to look for something over on your um, Google page and everything, something pops up, and it's like, what the fuck? And you weren't expecting that. And then right when I was about to look into my my deal, all of a sudden it turned off while I was talking. And I'm glad that I, you know, because I usually check my, I usually check my Anchor app <coughs> before I continue. Because if it stops, I'll be like, okay, how the fuck did that happen? And it stopped right at the point that I was talking about the NWA Hard Times. So, now that it's still going on, and I can still see the red here, so it tells me it's still going on. Perfect. So, we talked about um, the NWA Hard Times event being on Friday. And uh, check it out here. Uh, four of the championship tournament matches, the first, first, uh, the first four matches of the round. Let's see. Um, Trevor Murdoch went one-on-one against a question mark. And who wins in, the ma- in that matchup? Trevor Murdoch defeated the question mark to advance forward into the NWA World Television Championship Tournament. The second matchup. Uh, Trevor Murdoch would meet the winner of this matchup between, let's see, Dan Maff and Ziggy Dice. And the winner of that matchup was Dan Math. So that means that Dan Math and Trevor Murdoch would move on to the second round of, of the semifinals of the NWA World Television Championship Tournament. Uh, 
<coughs> the next matchup. Now, even though it's not on here, and I don't know why they didn't, you know, decide to bring it up, but I will because I know I know my wrestling and I have to keep up with the fucking basics here. Okay, Ken Anderson went one on one against Tim Storm, and Tim Storm advances and he defeated Ken Anderson and he moves forward and he will meet the winner of this matchup right here between Ricky Starks and Matt Cross, and the winner of that matchup was Ricky Starks. So so far we got. Tim Storm, Ricky Starks, Dan Math, and Trevor Murdoch, and they move on into the semifinals, which we will get into in a moment. Now for the NWA World Tag Team Champions, and let's not suspense with let's not suspense with the formalities, ladies and gentlemen. We have new NWA World Tag Team Champions. Their names are Eli Drake and the Cowboy James Storm. They had uh, they defeated the Wild Cards and the legendary Rock and Roll Express. And I got to tell you guys, I mean, I I knew one day. I mean, James Storm has been a champion, and he knows what it's like to hold on to the NWA World Tag Team title. So this is nothing new to him. As far as Eli Drake goes, he's a champion. He's a man that is destined to be the next World Heavyweight Champion. But as at this moment right now, he's just one half of the World Tag Team Champion. So congratulations go out to Eli Drake and to James Storm for accomplishing that feat by defeating the Wild Cards, and the Rock and Roll Express to become the new NWA World Tag Team Champions. And speaking of new champions, Thunder Rosa went one-on-one against the champion Allison Kay. Now, as I mentioned on my Minimum Talk podcast from the first episode, I mentioned that Thunder Rosa would win the match but would not become the champion because of a possible Molina interference. Therefore, Allison K would lose the match but not lose her title because, as you know, the only way to win a championship is by pinfall or submission. That would be the case. Now, that was just my prediction. The results were, well, I was right about what I said. However, there was one change, and that one change is this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new NWA Women's World Champion. Her name is Thunder Rosa. And holy shit. I mean, I knew that Thunder Rosa was going to get over right away. Especially the fans love Thunder Rosa. The main event likes Thunder Rosa. The entire city of Corpus Christi in San Antonio love Thunder Rosa. And no doubt everyone all across Texas love Thunder Rosa. And no doubt the entire world Loves Thunder Rosa because she made history by defeating defeating Allison. I'm sorry, defeating defeating Allison K and winning that prestigious championship. And I got to say thank you to Thunder Rosa for a reason because the other day when I was trying to promote the Hard Times event on my Instagram stories, when you go there, you'll not only see all the matches, but you hear the song from uh, Billy Corgan, the song Hard Times. Well, Thunder Rosa went ahead because I follow her on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook and everything and she went ahead and I believe she retweeted it or mentioned it and I guess she liked it I was like oh sweet that's badass and I went ahead and said thank you Thunder Rosa you know so thank you to her and congratulations to you Thunder Rosa for winning the NWA Women's World Championship you'll definitely deserve it which now leads the question and now this is going to kind of be uh, this one where my mind, my wrestling mind, comes into play here. How is Melina? 
how is Melina going to react to all this? Is Because, let's be honest, and I already see this coming. Is Melina going to ask Thunder Rosa to hand the title to her? Or is Thunder Rosa going to go against Melina? We'll we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Because this is one of those this is one of these storylines where it kind of reminds me of that whole thing with Randy Orton and Triple H. You remember when Triple H was the uh Randy Orton became the youngest world heavyweight champion and then Triple H wanted him to hand him the championship? That didn't go down so well. Well, of course we know the end result of how that went down. So <laughs> nonetheless, congratulations once again to Thunder Rosa for being the NWA women's world champion. Now Let's move on to the two rounds of the NWA World Television Championship. Trevor Murdoch went one-on-one against Dan Maff, and the winner was Dan... No, I'm sorry. Trevor Murdoch. I'm sorry. He defeated Dan Maff and moves on to the finals of the NWA World Television Championship Tournament. And Ricky Starks go one-on-one against Tim Storm, and the winner of that matchup was Ricky Starks. He moves on forward and heads to the finals, so it's down to Trevor Murdoch versus Ricky Starks, who will become the new NWA World Television Champion. We'll have to find out in just a moment. Let's move on to the next matchup. The NWA... It's Actually, wait a minute. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. A singles match for the NWA National Championship. The champion Aaron Stevens goes one-on-one against Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. Although, I don't think they call him Big Papa Pump. I think they just call him Scott Steiner. So, but we'll still call him Big Papa Pump because, after all, he's Big Papa. Duh. In this matchup, I made the prediction saying that Aaron Stevens is going to somehow still become champion and Big Papa Pump is going to win the match and everything else like that. And pretty much my prediction came true in this matchup. So, in this match, Scott Steiner defeated Aaron Stevens with the question mark by disqualification. So, that's what took place. And, of course, I saw at the end where Scott Steiner had the question mark and the Steiner recliner. You don't mess with Big Papa, okay? <laughs> and also the interpromotional matchup, and as as far as I know it, I thought it was a singles match, but apparently the NWA World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. So for the NWA, it's the champion, the National Treasure Nick Aldis, going one on one against Ring of Honor's own Flip Gordon. And I gotta give a big shout out to Flip Gordon as well, because just like Thunder Rosa, when I was on my Instagram stories. Flip Gordon did see me advertise his name and show it off right there on the stories along with the Hard Time song. And he mentioned it and, and I went ahead and thanked him and then he replied back. And I was like, oh, sweet. Big shout out to Flip Gordon, by the way. Great athlete, a part of Villain Enterprises and the whole nine yards. And in this matchup, I saw it. It was good. It was great. But at the end, there's a reason why he's called the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And there's a reason why he's called the National Treasure, Nick Aldis. He defeated Flip Gordon in this matchup. And, man, oh, and and, and just to let everybody know, Marty Sculler did appear in the NWA Hard Times event. Had a little face-to-face uh, matchup with Nick Aldis. I'm not sure exactly what took place in that whole deal. But we'll just have to find out. Uh, later on, if I get an opportunity to look into it, if I can find it, I probably won't be able to find it, but anyways. Okay, the final matchup for the NWA World Television Championship Tournament. It comes down to the finals. Which which of these individuals are going to walk away with the NWA World Television Championship? Will it be Ricky Starks, 
or will it be Trevor Murdoch? And ladies and gentlemen, not to suspense with the formalities, we have a new NWA World Television Champion. His name is Ricky Starks. Yes, the young up-and-coming star Ricky Starks defeated Trevor Murdoch to become the new NWA World Television Champion. Now he's right up there with the list of some of the greatest world champions, world television champions in the history of the NWA. When it comes to men like Sting and the great Muda and the great Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, uh, Telly Blanchard, um, several other superstars. I'm going to say Tom Zink, the Z-Man. Man, you know, I remember so many of these champions from a long time ago, back when the NWA was the fucking shit. And the NWA is a shit right now. Make no mistake about it. But nonetheless, guys, the hard time event was awesome. Uh, I know that it was sort of, well, it actually was competing against Friday Night SmackDown. But let's be honest, I think most fans were still tuning in to SmackDown, you know, regardless of watching the NWA. Because if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to find a way to watch both the NWA hard times event and the WWE. WWE SmackDown event because that's how it fucking goes, okay? We're wrestling fans. We dig this shit, okay? But nonetheless, guys, congratulations go out to the NWA for putting out another outstanding, an outstanding pay-per-view in the Hard Times event. And no doubt, oh, and did you hear about the announcement about the return of the Crockett Cup? That's going to be happening around April 12th. April of 2020, no doubt we'll be having several teams from Ring of Honor and several teams from the NWA and no doubt several teams from all across the world to be a part of the NWA Crockett Cup. And no doubt that's probably going to take place live on pay-per-view, so stay tuned for that one. The return of the Crockett Cup and the main event cannot wait to check that out and everything else like that. Okay, we got that out of the way. And now let's talk. Let's talk Worlds Collide. Let's talk about that whole deal. Let's see if we can find it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, cool. And (coughs) before I decide to go ahead... Okay, there we go. Before I decide to go ahead and look into this one, let's see if I can... Okay, perfect. So we got plenty of time. I was checking to be sure because, as I said earlier, when I was trying to pull up something about the hard times earlier, it got cut off. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. How do you cut my shit off? And it was one of those ridiculous viruses that cut through my fucking shit. All right. So as you guys know, Worlds Collide is taking place tonight live on the WWE Network. So if you guys want to get a chance to check that out. Do it while you can. Let me see if I can... uh, Is it even here? Uh, They don't even... um, Well... (coughs) You know, I could have swore they had a page here for it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Here we go. There we go. That's it. Okay. Uh, Oh, a new poster made. Oh, that's awesome. So... So let's look at all the matches that are going to be taking place tonight over at the Worlds Collide event. So... It's going to be N- NXT versus NXT UK. That's going to take place tonight at the World's Collide event. Now, usually, and just to give everybody a little idea, usually when the Royal Rumble event comes along, comes along, every single year, there's always an NXT event to take place on that particular event. An NXT TakeOver event, if you will. But this year, uh, from what I heard months ago, I heard something about they're not going to do an, a, an NXT TakeOver. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
Are you out of your mind? Why would you leave that out? But uh, apparently it wasn't left out. As a matter of fact, NXT TakeOver in Portland is going to take place over in February. But that's going to be on a Sunday, which I kind of find a little bit... Um, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of not feeling it, but I'll talk about that in another time. But nonetheless, we got Worlds Collide happening, and that's going to be the weekend of the Royal Rumble. Here are all the matches that are going to take place right here. It's going to be Mia Yim going one on one against the the NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray. Now. I love this matchup for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm a huge fan of Mia Yim and definitely a huge fan of Kaylee Ray. Um, I always feel like uh, Mia Yim should have an opportunity to not only win this match, but have an opportunity to go after some women's championship gold. If she gets an opportunity to beat Kaylee Ray at Worlds Collide, no doubt a future NXT UK Women's Championship will definitely be for her if that shit happens. But nonetheless, in this match, I am definitely, I like Mia Yim, but I'm going to go with the champion Kaylee Ray. The championship's not on the line. This is a singles match between NXT and NXT UK. So the main event's going to go with Kaylee Ray on this one. That's going to be something awesome to check out. Also, another uh, pretty much an interpromotional matchup when you think about it. NXT versus NXT UK. It's going to be the team of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa DIY reunite for this one time. And they're going to take on the team of Mustache Mountain of Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. This matchup, oh man, the main event's going to go with, I'm going to go with DIY. You got to go with DIY. You got to go with Johnny Wrestling. You got to go with, you know, the Blackheart, Tommaso Ciampa. Both individuals were great tag teams. Both individuals had great singles matches. And them being together, hey, I haven't seen the team to beat this team yet this year. Well, that's because they haven't been around, around each other in a long, long time. So no doubt. And Mustache Mountain, I dig them. They were, I think they were former NXT Tag Team Champions, I believe. I, I could be wrong. But... Nonetheless, the main event is going to go with DIY in this matchup right here. All right. Also, let me see. A fatal four-way match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship is going to be the champion Angel Garza to go one-on-one-on-one-on-one against Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jordan Devil, Devlin, and the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis Banks. And in this match, um, I'm going to go with Angel Garza in this one. I'm going to have to. And my reasons is quite simple. Number one, Angel Garza has been on a tremendous roll. Number two, uh, he has not been able to lose in any match ever since he won the Cruiserweight Championship. And number three, I think Angel Garza is probably the best Cruiserweight going today. And I'm not saying he's the best overall. He's just the best going today. And I think Angel... Angel uh, Garza will definitely be able to retain the championship. I like Isaiah Swerve Scott. He's uh, definitely the future, and he's one tremendous athlete. Jordan Devlin, pretty much a modified version of Finn Balor. And he was, and this is something that a lot of people probably don't know about, but Jordan Devlin was Finn Balor's former tag team partner years ago in the U.K., and the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis Banks, I dig him, and, and I've digged the feud between uh, Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks at the first NXT UK Blackpool, TakeOver Blackpool from one year ago. I saw that. 
Speaking of Finn Balor, he's going to be in the matchup over at Worlds Collide. He's going to go one-on-one against Dragunov. And all I can say about that is quite simple. I like Dragunov. He's got all the potential in the world. He's a tremendous athlete. But Finn Balor is better. He's a former champion. And you can't go wrong with the Prince. You can't go wrong with Finn Balor. No way. And in this matchup for the NXT Women's Champion, the champion Rhea Ripley to go one-on-one against Tony Storm. Now, these two have faced off against each other before, but at that time, it was for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Now, this time, it's for the NXT Women's Championship. And this time, Rhea Ripley's a champion, Tony Storm is a challenger. Now, in this case... I definitely, and I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley because she has been on a tremendous roll ever since what happened in Survivor Series, ever since what happened over on Friday Night SmackDown, the weekend of Survivor Series. Rhea Ripley is definitely going to be the one to not only win this match, but no doubt we'll see her appearance at the Women's Royal Rumble coming up Sunday and also uh, Tony Storm as well. We'll see what happens. But Tony Storm has gone through this, this change. And, you know, when I saw her... Uh, I was watching an episode of NXT UK, uh, NXT, and I saw her pick up the championship, and the fans were booing her. So I'm hoping, because this is sort of the heelish turn that I think Tony Storm needs, and I think if that happens, I bet you anything, I bet you Rhea Ripley will win the title, and then I bet you that Tony Storm is going to beat up Rhea Ripley and just layer to shreds. I, I see that coming. And that, and that always happens, especially when a heel turn actually begins. So, <clears throat> also, the final match, an eight-man tag team match from NXT UK versus NXT, from the NXT brand, the UK version. It's Imperium of the, um, uh, well, I, I guess it's now called no longer the WWE United Kingdom Championship. It's now called the NXT United Kingdom Championship. The champion, Walter, along with Fabian Archer, Marcel Barth, and Alexander Wolfe, Imperium. And they take on the team of the Undisputed Era. We talk about the NXT champion, Adam Cole, the, well, well, yeah, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, and, and just in case no one has figured this out yet, because this is something else I'm going to probably talk about as well, the former NXT North American Champion, Roderick Strong. And I say former. Why did I say that? You'll find out in just a moment. But in this matchup, um, in this eight-man tag team matchup, I'm going to, as much as I want, a lot of us want uh, the Undisputed Era to win in this match. But I think if they let him win, I mean, it would be it would be the obvious choice. They would win it. But if they're smart, and this is just my thought, and if they're smart, they will let Imperium win the match. And here's another reason, and, and here's something that no one has thought about yet. How the fuck are you going to beat Walter? How the fuck are you going to beat this big, massive, menacing guy who had pretty much been unbeaten for the title? No one has beaten him yet. And how... In, did you see that massive chop that he gave to Adam Cole and he flipped over... You know, did a 360 on that shit? How the fuck are you going to defeat Adam? How the fuck are you going to defeat Walter? I mean, seriously. 
I mean, all I, all I can say is this. As much as I like the Undisputed Era, I think Imperium will win it. I think they will. Expect that to happen or not. We'll see. But nonetheless, that's all the matches that are going to take place tonight on the WWE Network. It's Worlds Collide. So if you guys got nothing, well, before the main event decides to go ahead, head over to Rich's Billiards to check out Night Party, a tribute to Deftones, I've got to see Worlds Collide before the main event heads over and checks out Knife Party, a trip to Deftones. Worlds Collide tonight over at Houston, Texas, over at the Toyota Center. That is going to be live on the WWE Network. So, guys, get ready for that event. Royal Rumble weekend continues. And speaking of continuing, uh-oh, wonder what we're going to do now. Okay, let's, before, let me see if I can... I could have swore it was here somewhere. I'm trying to look into it and everything. We're getting ready for the Royal Rumble, and we've got to... Let's see if we can get this out of the way, if you don't mind. Because no doubt we've got to talk about it. Come on, let's get, get this rolling, please. We've, we have things we need to talk about, and I have no time to spare. Okay, here we go. Okay. Ah, here we go. Okay. The Royal Rumble, guys, it's coming up this coming Sunday, and I am so ready to check out this event and everything else like that. Now, as you know, this is the beginning of the road to WrestleMania, and every single year, every single time when I watch this event, it always brings up some excitement. It always brings up the the intensity, the electricity. Every time I watch the Royal Rumble, the event gets better every time. And then in 2007, 2017 to be exact. Well, actually, to give you a brief history of the Royal Rumble, I mean, this whole thing began right around 1998 with the first one, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And then it continued on with wins from guys like Big John Studd, Hulk Hogan, uh, and the whole nine yards. And then in 1992, the WWE Championship was on the line. It was vacated, and it gave 30 superstars an opportunity to go after the WWE Championship. And in 1992, the man that accomplished that was none other than WWE two-time WWE Hall of Famer, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. He walked in as number three and walked out with the WWE Championship for the very first time in his career. And then in 1993, things had changed. The 30-man over-the-top row, Royal Rumble, now had the biggest prize of them all. The winner of the matchup would go on and advance forward over to WrestleMania to meet the champion. And the first man to do it was none other than the legendary Yokozuna, WWE Hall of Famer. He not only won... The 1993 Royal Rumble, he moved on to WrestleMania and took the WWE Championship from the champion Bret Hart. And since then, there have been several different types of changes, winners, and everything, including the co-winner event that took place over in 1994, where there was not one but two winners. The two winners were Lex Luger and Bret the Hitman Hart. And how that ended up was simple. Lex Luger moved on to face Yokozuna and lose. And then Bret Hart would take on Yokozuna at the end of WrestleMania 10, becoming the WWE Champion at WrestleMania 10. Lots of historic significance, a lot of history to take place. But for the Royal Rumble, 
It's all about the numbers. The Royal Rumble. The prize, a world championship opportunity at WrestleMania. The challenge, outlasting 29 other superstars, eliminating your opponents by tossing them over the top rope so that both feet get the floor. And success is all about the numbers. Since its debut in 1988, a mammoth total of 1,070 competitors have entered the Rumble. Combine their heights, and you're talking over six Eiffel Towers of Superstar. Of those 1,070 who have entered, 1,034 have found themselves eliminated by the end of the night. A record 13 of those superstars were eliminated in a single rumble by the six foot eight monster among men, Braun Strowman. Get and while size does matter, it is not the only path to victory. At a height of only 5 feet 6 inches, Rey Mysterio showed in 2006 that endurance is also required, punching his ticket to WrestleMania by lasting 62 minutes and 12 seconds. But even stamina doesn't guarantee victory. The longest overall time spent in a single Royal Rumble match belonged to Daniel Bryan, who lasted an astounding 1 hour, 16 minutes and 6 seconds. And on the women's side, Natalya at 56 minutes and 1 second. But the most important rule of the Rumble, do everything in your power to stay in the Rumble. And while some superstars have shown an uncanny ability to avoid elimination, Kofi, what a move! Others have found that just getting into the rumble can be problematic. This year, the lights will shine bright at Houston Astros Minute Maid Park, home of the 33rd annual Royal Rumble, as over 35,000 members of the WWE Universe will witness. Houston. We have a problem. Brock Lesnar enters the Royal Rumble match first. The Conqueror is no stranger to victory in this prestigious event, having won the Rumble in his rookie year of 2003. But now, the Beast is looking to send shockwaves through the annals of Rumble history. Only seven superstars have ever accomplished the monumental feat of winning multiple Royal Rumbles, including Stone Cold Steve Austin, who holds the distinction of being the only one to win three. Oh, hell yeah! And only two other superstars have ever won from the number one spot. Will the WWE Champion turn Space City into Suplex City? One thing is certain. The road to WrestleMania goes directly to the Beast Incarnate. The Royal Rumble has grown into a global phenomenon. And since the WWE Network's launch in 2014, subscribers have viewed Royal Rumble pay-per-views over 64 million times. And this year's fields look to be the most competitive yet.
three brains collide in two Royal Rumble matches on one historic night. The numbers, that all that matter, and the Royal Rumble is going to be very historic to take place. For Brock Lesnar to come into the Royal Rumbles, number one, is not really that historic. But for the Beast Incarnate, he has an opportunity to throw out 29 superstars. If he does that, he will be able to break Roman Reigns' record. He'll break Kane's record. He'll break Braun Strowman's record because the highest is number 13. 13 eliminations by one man by Braun Strowman. He can pull off history here. Could Brock Lesnar be able to throw out a lot of the superstars, throw out all 29 superstars, and move on to WrestleMania on his own? You'll find out in just a moment. Now, we're going to get into some of the other stuff here. Let me look into some of the matches. They're going to take place at the Rumble, if I can. Let's see. I'm trying to look for something here. Okay, here we go. Uh, I, I had it here. Where the fuck did it go? Just trying to look into. Let's see. There we go. <clears throat> Just looking into seeing what we can look for. There's the. Yeah, I could have sworn there was a Wikipedia page over here. Come on, where is it? I don't want to see that shit. There we go. Much better. Okay, yeah, hopefully that didn't stop me from trying to get this stuff out of the way. So, we got several matches that are going to be taking place over at the Royal Rumble event. Let's see if I can, because uh, there's also another thing I want to do. Uh, right. Uh, trying to get this all ready to go. Uh, well, I'm, I'm messing with something else right now just to get an idea. But before we, there we go. That's what I was looking for. All right, where's the... Uh... <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, because I got what I was looking for so far. But I'm looking for... Let's see. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Perfect. All right. Be able to get this out of the way right now. So before we go ahead, because, you know, there is something I'm going to set up and everything else like that. Before we do, let's get into all of the Royal Rumble matches that are going to be taking place live this Sunday on pay-per-view and on the WWE Network. The first matchup right here is a singles match for the WWE United States Championship. The champion Andrade goes one-on-one against Roberto Carrillo. So these two have met off against each other before, but this time, Roberto Carrillo's back. He was back from injury, and now he has an opportunity to go after the United States Championship. Now, to me, in this match, as much as I want Andrade to win the title, I think, this is just my opinion on it, I think Humberto, Humberto has an opportunity to win it. I think this is his night. So I'm definitely going to go with Humberto to become the new United States Champion, that should be tremendous to check out right there. For the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, Bayley is going one-on-one against the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans. And the main event, I'm going with Lacey Evans for a couple reasons. Number one, she's getting better. Number two, I love what she's pulled off. Number three, I think her babyface turn is looking good. And if everything goes right, 
And I said this in 2019. With her being on SmackDown, I'd love to see her become the next WWE Women SmackDown Women's Champion, and she could defeat Bailey. It could happen. We'll see how that shit goes. I cannot wait to see how this buildup is going to happen. Because if I think about this closely, and this is just my prediction and my thought, say if, say if she does win the championship, Lacey Evans wins the t- championship, and holds on to the title and defends the title at WrestleMania, and then Sasha Banks wins the Rumble and faces off against Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That's a main event match right there for you. And we know that these two have been wanting to go at each other for a long, long time and it hasn't happened yet. So that's just my prediction. Let's just see where this goes. All right, let's move on. The next matchup, Shorty G going one-on-one against the Celtic Warrior, Sheamus. Well, this is one of these things where a lot of people have been saying, I think Shorty G is going to win over Sheamus. Sheamus hasn't been around the ring for a long, long time. So I expect Shorty G to lose against the Celtic Warrior, Sheamus. So if you guys are thinking that you're going to see this matchup at a point where Shorty G is going to overcome against Sheamus, nah, I don't see that happening. I see Sheamus winning it. It's done. And then he'll move on. Of course, you know these two are probably going to be a part of the Royal Rumble, which I'll talk about in just a moment. This one right here, I have a problem with. Not because of the match, but the comments that I've been hearing. Roman Reigns go one-on-one against King Corbin in a final, in a fa- false count anywhere match. Some people have been saying that Roman Reigns is going to lose to Baron Corbin, to the King Corbin. I say, fuck no, okay? It's not going to happen. I don't see it that way. As far as I'm concerned, we need to squash this fucking shit with fucking Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. I'm already getting tired of it. You know why? Because number one, Roman Reigns will beat the fucking shit out of King Corbin. Number two, I don't care about his squad. And number three, not no, not Roman Reigns' squad, but I'm talking about King Corbin's squad. Number three, just fucking get this match over with. Piss the living shit out of Baron Corbin. All right? Do what you can. All right? It wouldn't surprise me if Roman Reigns wins the match at the wins the match against King Corbin, and then King Corbin gets thrown out by Roman Reigns in the Rumble. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Roman Reigns, the big dog, is going to take out the king. Enough said. Let's move on to the next matchup. Becky Lynch to go one-on-one against Asuka. And as I stated in the last report, that Asuka was a part of a... She wasn't a part of a shooting... And no doubt she's okay and everything else like that. And Asuka has a, an awesome title defense against Becky Lynch. And as I mentioned, one year ago, Asuka did defeat Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And now, the rematch from one year ago. Is the man going to be the man to overcome the Empress? Or will the Empress of Tomorrow defeat the man and take the Raw Women's Championship just like she did one year ago at the Royal Rumble? Man, that's going to be awesome to check out. And of course, we saw the contract signing for the Universal Championship. Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, to go one-on-one against Daniel Bryan in a strap match. Now, to give everyone a history lesson, did you know that this is not the first strap match in Royal Rumble history? Oh, yeah. It's a first for the men, but there was another strap match that took place, and it took place in 1999. When I was watching the WWE Network, I was checking out uh, a strap match for the Women's Championship, which featured Sable, the champion at the time, at the Royal Rumble 1999, taking on Luna Vachon. The winner of that matchup, of course, was the champion at that time, Sable. 
So this is not the first time a strap match that took place. However, it is the first time a strap match took place with the men. So, and this matchup, I expect Bray Wyatt to win it. I don't know how in the world anyone's going to be able to defeat this guy. The Fiend has been one of the most menacing individuals in the history of WWE. We'll see how far this goes. But now we're down to the last two matchups. The last two matches that I plan on talking about. Let's see if I can... Sorry. I was trying to pull up. Here we go. Let's talk about the Women's Royal Rumble. Now, there have been several picks and several people that have told me about certain particular individuals that plan on being a part of the Women's Royal Rumble. And to give you an idea, obviously Charlotte's going to be a part of it. Obviously, uh, let's see who else is planning on being a part of it. I think Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss. There have been several names that have been thrown out. But what about the names that you don't hear about that much? Like, for instance, Naomi. We haven't seen Naomi in the ring in years. And no doubt, Naomi may make an appearance over in Houston, Texas. That could happen as well. What about a surprise appearance from some of the NXT stars? I've mentioned Tony Storm could be there. Or maybe maybe a Rhea Ripley could show. Or, and this is the prediction I think everyone's going to go for, Shayna Baszler from NXT. Could she win the Royal Rumble this year? Could she make an appearance? We'll see what happens. No doubt several legends will probably be taking place in the Women's Rumble. Like Lita, she could appear in the Rumble. Or Mickey James. We haven't seen Mickey James in a long, long time. How about Trish Stratus? She could appear at the Rumble as well. A lot of predictions, a lot of women, but... I know a lot of people, and I'm going to make my prediction right here, right now. I think the women's Royal Rumble, the winner, could be Shayna Baszler. But what happens? I mean, everyone has not talked about this, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it right here, right now. If it happens. I'm not saying saying it's going to happen. I'm saying if. Because you can't just go ahead and say, hey, this person's going to win it. Wow, enough said. When that person hasn't shown up yet. I made that mistake one year ago with Kenny Omega. I think that Shayna Baszler could win it. But what happens if she's the last woman standing and then all of a sudden she has to go face-to-face with her four-horsemen friend? I'm not talking Jasmine Duke or uh, Jesse, whatever her name is. I'm talking about the former Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. What happens if we see Ronda Rousey in there? What happens if we see her face-to-face against Shayna Baszler? Ho, 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 That's going to be the fucking shit right there. And all I know is I will go with Shayna Baszler, but if Ronda comes out, I see her winning it, and I see her moving on to WrestleMania, and I see her finally giving us what we wanted the rematch between ronda rousey and becky lynch for the raw women's championship no changes no bullshit no triple threat no fatal four we want a one-on-one match the controversy is going to end if if ronda appears but in the meantime we're going with Shayna baszler we're going with Shayna baszler Let's move on to the Men's Royal Rumble. And this is going to be the most predictable, well, not predictable, but the most unpredictable time because who's going to appear in this year's Rumble? Will it be, let's see, we know Brock Lesnar is going to be coming out as number one. But who's going to show up? 
I mean, could we see an appearance of, and we talked about this earlier, and no doubt we got to bring his name up again, Lars Sullivan. Could he appear at the Rumble? Oh, how about, how about, let's see, and his name was just brought up earlier, Edge. Edge, could he appear at the Rumble? It could be a huge surprise to see the rated R superstar over there. Or how about an appearance of some NXT stars? How about, like, the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis, Travis Banks? Or how about the NXT champion, Adam Cole? <laughs> how, about, how about this? How about Walter? How about Walter appear at the Rumble? That could be sad. How about Johnny Gargano appeared last year? Why not appear this year? Or Tommaso Ciampa? He could appear. Anybody could possibly appear in this matchup. Or... And here's something that Brock Lesnar needs to be scared of the most. What happens if Kane Velasquez appears at the Rumble this Sunday? Oh, a lot of things are going to go down. But I know some people are wondering my prediction as to who I was going to pick to win the Rumble. Now, I was going to pick one from Raw, one from SmackDown, but then I decided, okay, everyone's prediction has been Roman Reigns. He's going to win it and then move on to WrestleMania to take on the champion, which will probably be The Fiend. But that's too predictable, considering the fact that Roman Reigns has already won the Rumble. What's the point of him winning the Rumble anyway? What's the point of that? So the one person that I am definitely going to be choosing is going to be the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. This is going to be his year. I am waiting for Drew McIntyre to win this matchup. I want Drew McIntyre to take Brock Lesnar the limit, and I want him to... Well, actually, here's my prediction. I say the last four guys will be Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. And say Cain Velasquez gets throws Brock Lesnar over the top rope. That would be a shock right there. And then Randy Orton gets thrown over by Drew McIntyre and Kane and those uh, Randy Orton gets thrown over by Drew McIntyre and then Kane Velasquez is th- gets thrown over by Drew McIntyre or Brock Lesnar gets in the way. I'm predicting Drew McIntyre to win the Royal Rumble this year. The Scottish Psychopath needs it. The Scottish Psychopath, this should be his year. And he should move on to WrestleMania to take on Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. I said it on Twitter. I said it on Instagram. I said it on Facebook. I said it all over. I said Drew McIntyre is the man to win this year's Royal Rumble. And he will move on to WrestleMania to take on the Beast Incarnate, Rock Lesnar. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast, Part 2 Royal Rumble Weekend. And I am excited for the Royal Rumble this Sunday. I'm excited for Worlds Collided. I'm also excited for a night party, a tribute to Deftones. So, once again, guys, before the main event goes, if you have an opportunity, get your ass off. Don't do anything. Take a shower. Take a shit. Eat something. And then show up around maybe 8, 9. Show up at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock over at Rich's Billiards, and check out Night Party, a tribute to Deftones. Be one of the 75 individuals to come in for free, and if you can't make it, you might as well go ahead and pay the $5. Give it over to Headbanger Incorporated's head of security, Adon, the A-Train. 
give him the money and he'll escort you in. But if you cross us or do anything to him, he will throw your ass over the top rope just like everyone else will do at the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Nonetheless, Royal Rumble weekend continues. We've got Worlds Collide tonight. We got the Royal Rumble this Sunday. We got Night Party Attributed Deftones to take place tonight over at Richards Billiards. Guys, be ready. The Rumble is coming. Night Party Attributed Deftones is tonight and we are all excited for this. And I'm always pumped because this is the beginning of the road to WrestleMania and I am excited. So guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. We are all ready for the Royal Rumble. We are all ready for Worlds Collide. We are all ready for Night Party Attributed Deftones. And ladies and gentlemen, as they say, it's only the beginning and no doubt this will be the start of a new era in WWE. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And I will see you next time with another great episode and everything else like that. Who is going to win the Rumble this Sunday on the men's side, on the women's side? Are we going to have a new champion? Are we going to have a new Royal Rumble winner? Who is going to go to WrestleMania? We'll all have to find out, ladies and gentlemen. So, guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. The road to WrestleMania begins at the Royal Rumble.
Listen to me now, it's coming down to the two of us